put this entire thing in. Freddy is chewing chips just to annoy me. Mm. <laughs> it worked, believe it or not. <laughs> believe me, I'm irritated. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of the Poorly Planned Podcast. I left a little space Ooh, I, I in like there, what you did there, so, you know, we there. can put in the number mm-hmm. when we figure it out. My name is Benedict. 970. <laughs> you may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we're talking about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and chip-eating... It's me! Moron. <laughs> and chip-eating moron. <laughs> Frederick. And prehistoric ape man, Frederick. Um, today we have, <laughs> as I said before we started recording, a Downey Jr. pod. <laughs> we are talking about the Iron Man trilogy today who pretty exciting stuff i guess <laughs> i mean the trilogy did very, end very topical s- seven years ago but very relevant to today's uh, cinema <laughs> and society as a whole yeah, no, yeah um but yeah we're gonna go through each movie talk about our thoughts have a bit of trivia hopefully have trivia have a bit of fun no yeah unlikely <laughs> <laughs> um so and spoilers for all the iron man films because yeah. you definitely haven't seen them Especially the one that came out 13 years ago. <laughs> it was 13 years ago. Damn. It will be when this goes up. Closer to, yeah. God 2008. <laughs> I saw that in the cinema. <laughs> With my grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> my great-grandfather <laughs> and my grandchild. <laughs> so, first off, Iron Man 1, 2008. A classic. Favreau, Downey Jr., Bridges. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> Sounds like a deluxe burger. <laughs> and, I mean... Um, and and Paltrow and Howard, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they're on their own deluxe burger. <laughs> <laughs> the fries to this film. <laughs> um, it's uh. What do you think of Iron Man two thousand eight? My favorite Iron Man movie out of the three, definitely. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I do like Whiplash though. <laughs> Put away my Whiplash fan art that I was really excited <laughs> to show you. You made just for me. Um, um bird. <laughs> That's him saying bird. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Was Never like, seen such. A- just wait for you sleeping. Port. <laughs> he doesn't really say it so deadpan. He's more like, I want my board. It's <laughs> my Justin Hammer. I w- <laughs> I'd like you to know that that test pilot survived. Port. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? The listeners oh, will know. <laughs> levels to this comedy it's unbelievable what a reference why do you know that line that's so obscure i love it anyway god we've already peaked this pod is just down i have successfully privatized world peace <laughs> enough enough oh, sorry. We're making, this, this is too good just save this for the iron man 2 segment we're not even getting paid <laughs> oh my god um Ooh. iron man 1 so the character of tony stark in this, <laughs> in this <laughs> This is turning right, to right, shit right, way right, too right, fast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. At least wait until we get to Iron Man three. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is one of the best casting choices. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> you fucking moron! Because I know the only thing going through your head right now is bored. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. Would you say? In the list of, let's say, the three best casting choices. Of all time? Or in the of, MCU? of superheroes. Okay. Jackman. Yes. Downey Jr. And maybe... Maybe um, <laughs> Vision. <laughs> Who else? Um, Who else is really good? Let's come up with a third Because I can't really... I, if we say villains, then obviously Heath Ledger. But 
if we're talking heroes, uh, Ryan Reynolds maybe as Deadpool. Yeah, I feel like we're missing a really obvious one. But I mean, I meant as Green Lantern. But okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, no, he's fantastic, and he's the thing about this movie is it's very. Uh, they didn't apparently they had like barely had a script for this where like they had like the so Favreau the, <laughs> they had the bare bones of like the story like the direction the story mm-hmm. had to go but the the conversation and most of it is like dialogue based scenes they kind of just went more improv um, which I think really suits because you know Downey Jr. he's a quick witted man he goes yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's having his quick wit he just snaps it really makes it even even funnier <laughs> even wittier yo. <laughs> Boom. Everyone howls with laughter. <laughs> um, I think it really, really works for this movie. I think that's kind of like a dangerous game to play, and if you didn't have such a <laughs> kind of talented cast, it would be, it could end up more disastrous. But I think it really works in this one. Yeah. And I, think, I think the opening of him like driving, and then uh, obviously they get attacked and he stays in the cave. That opening, like, what is that, 30 minutes or so, mm. is one of the best things in the entire MCU. I think it's really, really good. Yeah, it, it's probably the... I would say probably the highlight of the movie, or mm. at least... That or when he's building his suit. Yeah, I think the first two thirds are really good, and yeah. the, the last third is still solid, but it's just a bit more, like, kind of generic superhero, yeah. whatever. Obadiah. Obadiah, you know. You know how Classic he Classic Oba. <laughs> the dude. But, um, I... Yeah, it's a very... It's also... It's not a dark movie, but it's more... <clears throat> it's, it's more, more gritty. Gritty and realistic than some of the other ones. Yeah, especially if you compare it to, like, the MCU now. Even, like, the dialogue and, like, the... Kind of, I don't know, it's not like super, like, it's not like they're cursing, it's like super adult or whatever, but it is more kind of, it feels more, I don't say like a real movie, but like more kind of... No, it's it's a bit more grounded. Yeah, I feel like this but one... This is, yeah, this is also before all that, like, all magic and stuff well, like that was introduced. Into well, the... I think this also works perfectly as the introduction to the MCU because it's not trying to set up a million, like, obviously there's a post credit scene with, with Samuel, but hmm. it's not, it's... If this was the only MCU movie that ever was made, you would be like, oh yeah, that's a good movie. Like, and I think it works now with the later MCU movies being so interconnected because it's built to this. Yeah. But for it to start as just its own cool movie that like you could just go into the cinema with like anyone and, and watch at the time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the key to kind of the MCU growing. <laughs> that and Hulk, obviously. <laughs> but um That and Hulk 2003. <laughs> but yeah, the action is fing badass the it is i mean it's it's i think the last use of an unironic walk away from explosion that's actually cool mm. and not he's all yours i mean that's not really uh, the that, same but, scene but, but, but then but then he shoots it in the tank and then he walks away yeah see i know i mean separate stuff <laughs> separate scenes no no, 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 I appreciate no, no. You're, your... you're um you're wrong <laughs> he doesn't shoot the tank and then go he's all yours <laughs> as he walks away just to no one throws the tank at the innocent people <laughs> as he talks to roadie on the phone but <laughs> roadie's like what what do you mean Rody explodes. He's in the tank. <laughs> um, what do you oh, think of? Okay. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you prefer the original Rody? That's what I was. Or say. the Cheeds? Well, I know you see more of the Cheeds, but is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think honestly, I know this is kind of like a, a bitch answer where I don't really give one, but I think Cheeds works well for this kind of more like crazy cosmic. Essie is a crazy cosmic well, man. Yeah. Crazy cosmic, like, endgame MCU style. And Terrence Howard, and maybe it's just because we've only seen him in, like, the original grounded version, but I feel like he works well in this sort of more realistic, down-to-earth, like, normal movie kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. Cheeds... I say 
has more of a fun dynamic with the rest yeah. of the team. I, kind I, of thing. I think Cheeds is much less of a military man than Howard is. At least acting wise. Also because yeah. Cheeds has no honor. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I see where Cheeds also he has more. I'm sure Howard is a very witty, funny man, and he's a great actor. But Cheeds, I think I can imagine like. I don't know, his banter and, like, the way he... Like, you know the scene in Age of Ultron? Yes, this, this is Tony Stank. <laughs> Classic banter. Mm, Classic Ultron scene as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... I think he works well in the later... But mm-hmm. I think I think Howard is good in this as well, and him and yeah, Tony... I can't, I can't... Tony's hair is a bit odd in this, don't you think? Is it? It's a bit, a bit poofy. I also think his dynamic with Pepper Potts is very fun and charming in this film. Mm, yeah. Unlike in Iron Man 2, where he's just kind of a dick for most of it, which we'll get to. Yeah. But in this one, in this one, his, like, dickishness is... Is charming. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not together at the start of this, are they? No, not Cause, really. Because she, she kind of looks at him like, oh, that's just Downey being Downey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're a bit, like, flirtatious, I guess, and yeah, they have exactly. their moment at the end. But, yeah, he's... In this one, his snarkiness and all that it's in in line enough i guess where it's still fun and charming and mm-hmm. not like kind of irritating as it gets into but yeah and they have good chemistry and um yeah no it's it's a very fun movie great ending too mm-hmm. um okay villain i think he's like he gives a good performance the actual his motivations are yeah. a bit i don't I'll, I'll say i don't think it takes away like it doesn't take anything no from the movie but it's just it doesn't a, it's add the too less yeah. good part of it but overall, and um, Jensen's great, and yeah, the whole cave sequence is like tense and and yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Just a great I, movie. I love Favreau in it as well. Favreau's delightful, yeah. I, I he's the one example of where they give a side character like more to do as the movies go along, and I actually <laughs> I enjoy it. It's Favreau. <laughs> it's actually good. Um, yeah. And is there Fav- anything Favreau can't do? Like Jay, everything everything that man touches seems to just turn into gold. He's also doing the Mandalorian, isn't he? Yeah. God, this is just becoming the, the Favreau fanboy album. God, Favreau's amazing. <laughs> and he's sexy. <laughs> and he's got a lube scene in Couples Retreat. <laughs> That's a fact. But, um... Yeah, I'm not weird. It's just a fact. <laughs> and yeah, no, I think he does a great job directing it as well. The costume looks... Uh, the costume. The suit looks amazing. The suit up, the CGI, it's so cool. Yeah. The soundtrack is awesome, and obviously there's the ACDC, but also the original score is great. Just a great movie. A uh, little bit of trivia here. Mm. To avoid spoilers about the final press conference, the extras were told that it was a dream sequence. Kind of interesting. Although I don't really see why that would stop them from telling people. Yeah. They could also just say, oh yeah, he has a dream at the end where he says he's Iron Man. But anyway, go Favreau, I guess. It worked. <laughs> I didn't know about it. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe you could just say, don't tell people. Yeah, you, I that... mean, they make people sign things for a reason, like... Yeah. <laughs> so Favreau can come and shoot you if you tell someone about this. Um, <laughs> you said this, you legally have to let John Favreau lick your ear. <laughs> everyone, everyone tells, tells everyone. everyone. <laughs> um, Paul Bettany recorded all of his lines as Jarvis in two hours. So Bettany getting a, an easy payday oh, here. Oh, right. Because, yeah, he is, he is Jarvis. That's weird originally. to think about. That yeah, yeah. He actually I think is... that's also a sign of like how this universe is built in such like a cool yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, and John Favreau celebrated getting the job as director by going on a diet and losing 70 pounds. Which he then immediately gained for <laughs> Chef. <laughs> I just, first of all, goddamn Favreau fluctuates in weight. He's like Christian Bale. But, um, I also, I just like that one because it's quite, uh, it's quite awesome because usually, like, it would be like, this person celebrated by, like, drinking 10 beers and eating yeah, yeah. eight but pizzas. John but Favreau. Favreau seems like, I'm not saying dude. there's not a lot of people in, in Hollywood who are this, but he seems like one of the, just most genuinely nice people in Hollywood and talented as well and and 
pretty sexy as you said <laughs> and like very very yeah no he's, he's good dude man yeah good good guy big fan favor <laughs> iron man 2 the whipping <laughs> sorry i, I said that Port. <laughs> iron man 2 Port. <laughs> Port. <laughs> say it like that he does say it like that i, I want, want my, my board <laughs> <laughs> you've got too much um anger he's more casual he's more bored. fair fair mm. so iron man 2 i genuinely think is a lot better than people kind yeah of get i don't see why for. it gets so much hate i think it was sort of it started more back when there were like six mcu movies and people kind of like we're thinking like, okay, well, like, what's the bad one? And then that kind of people bandwagon on it. It's definitely worse than Iron Man 1. 1 and 3, probably. Yeah, it's definitely the worst of the trilogy, but it's definitely not the worst MCU movie. No. It no. still has a lot of, like, personality, and you can tell, like, it still has funny... Like, it still has... The so, difference between this and something like Hulk or Captain Marvel or Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I would consider probably the lower MCU mm. movies, is it's not bland. Like, no. it's it still has moments to make you laugh, and... Yeah. Exciting it also, it also, action. It also, this movie also expands a lot in the universe, right? Because Nick Fury gets involved. Well, that's... S.H.I.E.L.D. is introduced. That's stuff. where it gets a bit... Like, I think its problem is it has way too much going on. Like, mm. it has... <laughs> that alone would take up eight movies. But um, <laughs> it has a lot of plot lines, and it is clearly trying to set up future movies. And I think, like, now in hindsight, like, it was good that they did that, because it did help set things up. Mm. But it does hinder this movie, or yeah, hurt this movie a bit, because it has so much going on. It feels a bit unfocused, and like they're trying to do a million things at once instead of like focusing on one kind of core story. That being said, it does have Justin Hammer. It does. Who is who, whose test pilot did survive? <laughs> it was a delightful villain. I love. He might be coming back in. You know, the Cheats has a Disney Plus series coming called Armor Wars. Nothing. It's nothing to do with MCU. <laughs> Justin Hammer still walks in. <laughs> so he might be coming back in that, but he's so... I would, I would love that. What's, what's happened to him? I forget. He went to jail at the Did end. Did he? Yeah. And he shows up in a short film about the Mandarin where Kingsley's there, and then at the end there's like a little cameo where he's like... You'll never see me coming. That's, that's your hammer. That's my hammer. Yeah. <laughs> but he's very... I just love how well he plays, like, just... Because he's not even that much worse than Tony Stark, but he's just slightly yeah. smarmier and grosser and yeah. less good at... And less talented at everything. Yeah, well, and like less good at being, like, sharp and witty. Uh-huh. And it's so fun to watch because... And also... <laughs> it's a really, really good performance. It's, yeah. It also shows you, like, how the character of Tony Stark, if they'd cast... Not that I don't think... Um, what's his name? Rockwell could have done a good Tony... Like, he's clearly trying to be, like, gross and smarmy or whatever, mm-hmm. but... If they'd cast, like, the wrong actor for Tony Stark, he could have been so irritating. Yeah, Because yeah, even true. in this movie, with, with Downey Jr.'s charm, he he's is annoying douche. at times. And the thing is, yeah, this one, he's less... He's a douche in all of them, basically. But he, you but like him because he's charming and funny. And this one, he's more... Especially scenes with Pepper. I was like, God damn, you're annoying. <laughs> like, God damn, Downey. <laughs> I would never treat her like that. <laughs> Pepper's a queen. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I don't know. He's just so full of himself and like mm. it gets a bit much and yeah. then there's the whole story about finding a new element and then black widow's introduced the thing is all these things congratulations sir you have made a new element that's jarvis <laughs> your samuel L. jackson <laughs> just comes on the last people congratulations sir <laughs> that's your hammer that's your board we'll get to him but um <laughs> jesus uh i think all these elements individually are good mm. 
I just think there's a little bit too much in this film. But let's talk about Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Good intro. Great performance. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good introduction to her, like, sn- her sneakiness. Because, <laughs> like, she started... That's a terrible way to describe it. Because, you know, she's introduced as, like, a decoy, like, character to the audience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a pretty kick-ass action scene. Probably, maybe the best action scene in the movie. Like, Which... her, her hallway fight. Oh, yeah. Actually, no. no there's there's the... There's actually really good action. Whiplash is on a Hot Wheels track, whatever wherever the hell he <laughs> Hot goes. Hot Wheels. <laughs> like a Formula One or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 that's the one. But, um... Yeah, no. Actually, yeah, this movie's action is great. There's just not a lot of it. But the race track scene is awesome. The drunken Downey Jr. versus Cheeds fight is pretty great. Yeah. And the, the final action scene's pretty good and then isn't great. Like, it's... The chase, and then they fight the million drones or whatever. That's kind of fun, although it's a bit... Gets a bit, like... Dull after a bit. And then when they fight the big... Bird man... It's not great. But... What what do we think of him? I... (laughs) I enjoyed the... The effort. (laughs) I enjoy his dynamic with Justin Hammer. Mm -hmm. I think without Justin Hammer, he would be a really whatever villain i think because they paired those two together it makes him more interesting and like gives the scenes more you know fun to them on his own i mean his motivation's fine his what is his motivation again his tony's dad screwed over his dad so now he wants revenge and that kind of thing and Mm. and like the performance is okay and he does have the moment he does have the i want my boot (laughs) it's pretty he never never gets that Which is the biggest tragedy of the MCU. <laughs> but, um... Scarlett Johansson's death? Nay, sir. No boot. <laughs> no <Nope>. sight. <laughs> but, uh... I want... My boot. ASMR with Frederick? <laughs> with boot. <laughs> I, I also love when Justin Hammer, like, loses his, like... Cause he's, trying, well, he's trying to be, like, have this facade of being so cool. And then after, after a point, she's like... I don't know if you noticed, but I don't speak Russian. <laughs> it's it's very good. I, like, I haven't seen this movie in a while. <laughs> you can imagine. So it. these Justin moments are lost on me, but at the same time, I really like it. Thank you, thank you. But um, yeah, no, I think it's a fun movie with a, too much going on, but it has a lot of good moments and mm-hmm. elements individually. It's just a bit too much all packed together and yeah. has some stupid plot moments like him making that new element out of a map that his dad left him that he made with holograms or whatever the f*** Oh, right. You are my greatest creation. That part, to be fair, that scene is kind of good. It's a sweet part. Yeah. Anyway, trivia time. (laughs) Uh, Scarlett Johansson dyed her hair red before she even got the part of Natasha Romanoff because she wanted the role so badly. Damn. (laughs) You go, Scarlett. That's method acting. (laughs) Hammer's factory is really Elon Musk's SpaceX facility. The people walking in the background are actual employees, even though filming took place at night. So I found this interesting also because Musk makes a cameo in this movie. Does he? If you remember. I don't and remember. And the thing is, because this was 2010 where Musk obviously was a big deal, but he wasn't the household name that he is now. So I think it was more it's meant as like a little Easter egg. Like our people in the know with like the tech world will know because they're at the, the racetrack thing at the start okay. and they're walking around this like fancy party or whatever. And he's like, uh, Pepper's like, look, it's Elon Musk. And Tony's like, oh, how do you do Elon? Me. And Elon's I'm like, I'm very good. Let's, let's see it. That's awesome. What the hell? Yeah, I think it's also because Tony Stark is a bit Elon Musk-esque. Or, like, people have said mm. Elon Musk is a bit like Tony Stark in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've but seen, yeah. I've seen, I've seen another uh, cameo with Elon, which was in... Uh, Big Bang Theory. No. <laughs> I, I assume he's in I that. I hate Big Bang Theory. 
uh, Why Him, starring Brian Cranston and um, oh James Franco. I sent you the trailer for that a while back, and I, I was love like, that movie. I've I've never seen it. But it's really it looks good. Delightful. It's so fun. Keegan's in it. <laughs> Sorry, it's have, you, have you seen Pink Panther, the new one? No, no, like the older ones with yeah, Cluzo. Yeah, yeah? like the li- <laughs> don't tell me Keegan's in those. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> they basically in why him? They have a whole remember Cato and uh, Cluzo's like when they fight in his yeah. yeah. They have a whole thing of that really, and then Cranston goes, "You're like Cluzo and Cato," and then Keegan goes, "I am afraid I am not familiar, but it sounds positively delightful." <laughs> God, we have to watch that sometime. <laughs> it's really good. That's a, that's a I, delight. I think it would genuinely be a good benefit watch. I'm, hey, I'll put it on the list. And finally, a little inverse Favreau. Robert Downey Jr. gained 20 pounds, but <laughs> of an, muscle. An inverse Favreau. <laughs> of muscle to reprise his role for Tony Stark. Because he does have that scene where he's like kind of shirtless and he's yeah. making an element. And he looks. He does look kind of buff. Have you seen that? Uh, they did a thing. The Who's Bicep Is It? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Evans is like, that's, 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 mine. that's Robert? <laughs> that's DJ? <laughs> And finally, in this trilogy, Iron Man 3, mm. a film a lot of people kind of felt negatively about, or at least indifferently about, but I love, honestly. I think it's, I think it's, yeah. Very I think fun. the first one's probably better, but this one's very good as well. Yeah. It's just a delightful, fun summer blockbuster. It's exactly Delight what I want. Delight to the senses. This is my friend. <laughs> to the senses. <laughs> this is my senses. Um, yeah, no, Downey Jr. And, and Cheadle, they have a fun dynamic. They do? Uh, it has... Like, the action isn't as good as the first one, but it's still fun. It's still good. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I love the music. They don't use the original soundtrack or any ACDC, but the, uh, I think it's Brian Jackson or something. No, Brian Cranston was just composing the fuck out of this. Brian something. Fairy? No. What? That's a dude. I'm sure. Brian Smith? But no, he's, the music's really good. The Mandarin twist. Let's talk about, and you'll never see, see me coming. Oh, wouldn't go in there for 20 minutes. It's not like Shrek. Almost. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really a great Kingsley. Mm. But anyway. He's real, <laughs> but he's not real. just inhaled and took a Kingsley-esque pose. And I knew an impression was coming. I was like, we have to talk about the movie, not just do Kingsley impressions. As much as I would love to. But I do hours of Kingsley impressions. <laughs> like, this is what I say before every pod recording starts. <laughs> Please, no Kingsley impressions. I <laughs> just whimpers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but, um... You'll never... <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see my burt. <laughs> I think the twist... I think it's really good twist. Honestly, I really like it. it, it I know it, a lot of people are like, Ah, it's not the Mandarin. It's a good mm. impression of... That's a lot of people. <laughs> of every man on Earth. No, yeah, pissed off comic book fans, which I can kind of understand. But at the same time, I've never read Mandarin comics. At the same time, fuck you. <laughs> but at the same time, if you're just looking at it as a movie, because also, like, the movies change things from, from the comics. Yeah. And, like, every movie changes things from its source and material. Cheats isn't actually in the comics. <laughs> as much as I wish he was. I think it works in the movie as a fun twist. I think Aldrich Killian is a pretty underwhelming, like, replacement villain. Like, he's fine, he's whatever. Breathes fire at one point. Yeah. But... I think that probably contributed to people being more mad that then at the end he's like, I am the Mandarin. But I am the Mandarin. Yeah, and I think Kingsley plays it really well. I think even if you hate that twist, you gotta admit, Kingsley, and it's not an invitation to do another Kingsley impression, does a great job in this movie. It's fine. Because you you'll never see him <laughs> coming. Um, yeah, I think... What else is there in this movie? It's set at Christmas. That's nice. It is. There's a... 
a large chunk of it is Tony in this like little Tennessee town with Harley, I think his name is, which I think a lot of people also didn't really, people felt maybe it was like catering to like child fans to be like, look, you could meet Tony Stark too. But I think, I think it works. But he's not real, children. <laughs> Wake up. The Mandarin? He's not real. The Mandarin? He's not real. I think it works in, um... I think it works for the movie's story. I think that whole segment's pretty fun. And, and also you get to see Downey Jr. like... Downey Jr. Tony Stark kind of back to his roots of having to make some shit out of something he buys at a department store. <laughs> you know, just, I think that adds a fun, fun dynamic does, yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. The kid's good, too. What has he done lately, actually? Probably nothing. Yeah. Probably falling off. <laughs> Sorry. <Cliff. laughs> Surely he's like... Well, he was in Endgame, you know. He was in the funeral thing. Oh, all right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And the dialogue is still, you know... Passable. Snappy and fun. And Favreau has... Favreau has a little action scene in this, you know? He does. And then he gets his ass kicked immediately. (laughs) And is in the hospital for the rest of the film. They gave me things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna literally stop this episode. Um, No, yeah. A pretty fun movie, I would say. Very fun movie. I I like the end where, like, all the Iron Man suits come out. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. (laughs) It's an action scene that's... I think it's fun. It's not super like memorable to me. Like yeah, I don't remember specifically what happened, but it's a it's a good it's a good uh, yeah it's fun. It's a good scene. And the the ending where he's like, "I am Iron Man," and then it's like, and he destroys all the suits, but like then he builds them all again. I don't see. Yeah, I, I mean that's kind of mm, continuity wise for like this universe is kind of weird, but for this individual movie, it's yeah, pretty decent. It works. It works. A little trivia. Um, let's see if there's anything actually interesting here. The idea that Happy Hogan's favorite television show is Downton Abbey was a suggestion of John Favreau's, who is actually a big fan of the British series. Why do people need to know Happy Hogan's favorite television show? Because he he watches that in the hospital, and <laughs> Tony Stark's like, ah, he loves that. <laughs> it's a great scene. This is my actually my favorite thing from this movie, probably. Because I remember when this came out at the time, I was confused, and then I enjoyed it. Okay. The Super Bowl trailer. As to you with most things, though. <laughs> Confusion followed by enjoyment. <laughs> it's called Iron Man 3 Extended Look. Okay. Get ready. For an Iron Man 3 Extended Look. So they just did an uh, that is very good an extended look and then it's just Downey staring at the camera which is wonderful. <laughs> also, the original the first cut was three hours and fifteen minutes long. I don't know what on earth that was about, but was, did Favreau direct that one as well? No, no, no. It was uh, Shane Black, the Predator Man. <laughs> that sounded weird. The guy who did the Predator in 2018. <laughs> I genuinely did not mean Shane it. Black. You know, <laughs> the Predator Man. <laughs> also, I like this piece of trivia. The first day Robert Downey Jr. and Sir Ben Kingsley met on set, they snapped a photo together to send to director and mutual friend, Sir Richard Attenborough. What a weird combination of things there. Also, Who this is, is Richard Attenborough? He's uh, the guy from Jurassic Park, the old guy. Oh, yeah. I see. And I didn't know he was a director. Isn't he more famous for being like an actor or a sir? Is he? <laughs> it's a mutual friend and sir, <laughs> Sir Richard Attenborough. Sir Richard Attenborough. What, anyway. What's he done? Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, but other apart, stuff. apart from Jurassic Park. And his Park. brother is uh, David Attenborough. Is it actually? Yes. 
You're messing with me? No, I would never. (laughs) All right, well, so those are my, those are our thoughts on the Iron Man trilogy. I would rank it one, three, two, boom. I'd rank it. Worst to best, obviously. Burt. (laughs) Hammer. Okay. Burt. It's like the combination to like <laughs> some some Smart. locker in your room or something. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the Chime News. Fun fact, also not the Tom News, but just I'll give you one for free. Oh, Tom Cruise was actually going to play Ro- Robert <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man at some point in the nineties. So you know, a little tie in here. Anyway. I have a little cruise fact here, mm-hmm. since this is pre-recorded. By the way, this is pre-recorded, if I didn't mention that. It's recorded on December 29th, 2020. Anyway, <clears throat> though Cruz enjoyed wrestling in his high school's, on his high school's team, a knee injury left him unable to play, which sent him looking for another way to spend his time, and it inevitably led him to audition for the school's production of Guys and Dolls. So, Cruz owes his acting career to some guy who broke his <laughs> knee. <laughs> to an injury, which I think is a beautiful that is kind of, thing about life. How- like the whole butterfly effect thing, how one yeah, little thing the leads tiniest to Tom thing. Cruise. <laughs> leads, leads to, to the us. mass power that is Tom Cruise. <laughs> leads to us seeing the mummy. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff there. And a good life lesson, I guess. Take everything as it comes. That's, mm. that's Cruise. Very, very Cruise. Say. Very Cruise. Very Cruise-esque mantra there. <laughs> so, now this was pre-recorded, but here are the not pre-recorded announcements and such. Take Ooh. it away, future BHL and FDK. And we're back for the announcements and such segment. Present day, January 14th recording thing. Freddie on the line via FaceTime. Uh, so. They've fl- they flown me back in just to be on FaceTime. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty a short announcements thing this week. It's kind of stale this week. <laughs> well, there hasn't been, uh, I don't think there's been anything on the fan page uh, post-wise, at least, you know, there's stories and all that, so go, go follow the fan pages, and, uh, you know, the Reddit, I still, I'm thinking of doing something with the Reddit, but, um, really, there's only two announcements that's, and that's, such. Let's see, what, what is the Reddit on, BHL? I made a Reddit account, or, or page, or... members. Well, I'm the, I was the 36th, so I'm there now. Damn! I don't know what karma is on Reddit, I don't know what... I, I don't know. All I know about I Reddit is from know. watching... KSI videos, <laughs> but anyway, I'm thinking of doing something with it. We'll um, we'll talk about some other time. Maybe I'll tell you off the air. It's pretty exclusive, but um, anyway, on the latest pod, a lot of nice comments. Uh, Keen also suggested that we do we just skip episode 69 and go to straight to episode 70 and then just act like it didn't happen and go back to 69. But unfortunately, this is the 69th episode. We did talk about the Iron Man trilogy, pretty anticlimactic, but still expect still some epic jokes. Next time we're able to record. Um, and really, the only other thing I think to say is just, given the new restrictions, I have no idea what we're going to be able to do next week. We will have a new episode next week. That I, I will try to guarantee, but I don't know if we'll be able to record together or we're going to do it like we did earlier in, in the last couple of months. Where... Uh, I don't know if the, if the, br- if the brilliant audio quality <laughs> so yeah expect potentially another episode of audio quality that's better than this but only just slightly <laughs> <laughs> please don't get your hopes too high <laughs> so um yeah we'll see but hopefully we can we can meet up we'll have to see but yeah really that's that's it for this week you got anything to say to the to the people just god <laughs> what a weird time to be alive eh? <laughs> <laughs> very very true we should do a pod about that just <laughs> the strangeness of life well all right <laughs> Back to the, uh, pod.
All right. Well, what great announcements that was those great, were. That was. <laughs> so, it's really sad if we just like talked about someone's death or something. <laughs> yeah, so, thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, link down below. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube where we post ex- post exclusive content and such. Mm. Very good. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Amazing. 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 Thank you, Marshall Mathers. I will go on. You can find me on Twitter at FTK Space. No, fuck. FTK underscore Adult Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at FDalgard. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. I was going, I would have been disappointed if you didn't do that. <laughs>